Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, welcome. It's good to be with you and Merry Christmas because Sunday's right around the corner. So I want to take a few minutes and just ask you like, what's consuming you? What's your time being spent on? Where's your mental energy going? You know, what we focus on really, really reveals what's at the very core of our being. And our heart is made to be a treasure chest or a treasure trove of the things of God. There's something about just positioning ourselves before the Lord. So it's a great season to ponder the goodness of God. Great season to ponder the goodness of God. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to ponder with you. We want to to just wonder in amazement at who you are, what you've done, sending Jesus Christ all that the season is to remind us of. So Father, we just um, ask that you help us to not get so caught in the busyness and the preparation that we forget the reason. And so right now we just step back and we say, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that you loved us so much that you knew we needed a savior. Thank you for God in human form. Thank you for this little baby who grew up. Honestly, to die for our sins, but to be resurrected again so that we could be face to face with God, so that we could have an eternity, so that our sins could be forgiven. Our slates could be wiped clean. So, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So one of the places I step back to as I ponder this season, as I as I look around, as I read the stories, as I listen to the Christmas carols from, you know, um, the first Noel, the angels did sing. Think about them being out in the pasture and, and just this heavenly chorus you know the shepherds out there you know this heavenly chorus just invades their their quiet night and the buying of the sheep and the angels begin to sing put yourself into that scene for a moment just imagine the amazement the astonishment and and i just love the fact that they recognized like they heard they didn't just go oh that was cool but they heard they heard Think about Mary, you know, here she has an encounter with Gabriel that basically turns her life upside down, puts her in a very peculiar, difficult situation from a cultural, from a society standpoint, from an engagement standpoint. Imagine that conversation she had with Joseph. Hey, guess what, hon? You know, the, I had this angel come to visit me and I got told that um, I'm pregnant or I'm going to very soon be pregnant and you're not involved in this action here. And, you know, I'm going to have a baby and his name's going to be Jesus. And sometimes we miss that. We're actually told that, that Joseph looks at all this and, and he makes plans to just quietly divorce her, which is huge in and of itself. If we understand the cultural ramifications of what Mary was saying, she could have been stoned. Okay, Joseph had every right to divorce her. He had every right to make a public spectacle of her. And yet, you know, even this, like the angel came to see Mary. The angel comes to see Joseph and says, don't, don't, you, don't be afraid to take her as your wife. She's pure. See, she's mine. And this is what's happened. It confirms her story. 
Or think about Mary taking that journey to go see Elizabeth. I, I was thinking about that when I'm thinking, wow, you know, she she sets out to go visit Elizabeth. Who is pregnant with John, the forerunner of Jesus? She goes and she spends some time there. And in that, these women have both encountered a miracle. They're both walking in what man would say is impossible and what God says is possible. And I think part of the reason that Mary went there was for camaraderie, but also was to get shored up for the shame that would get thrown on her, all the questions, all the looks that would go her direction. And I think as she and Elizabeth spent that time together, the Lord was just weaving such a firm foundation, even even greater. Like, you know, when, when Mary encountered uh, Gabriel or when Gabriel came to Mary, what was her response? It was like, Lord, I'm just your servant, you know, do with me what you want. She didn't understand everything. But I'm sure as she pondered it after, she was going, uh-oh, oh boy. And so when she's with Elizabeth, I bet you they talked about this. I would imagine that they talked about the cultural ramifications. I would imagine they talked about how difficult this was going to be. And I also think they talked about the great faith in God. Let's go another step. I could tell you from having had children, there is no way on the face of this earth that I would want to take a journey on a donkey right around my due date. That jostling would have been uncomfortable. Yo, remember, she's she's human. She would have felt all that along with the baby kicking, along with the uncomfortability that comes with, with it in um, at the end of a pregnancy. And yet off she goes because there was a census. It didn't take into account, oh, pregnant woman, not going to travel. It's like, no, you need to go. And then, you know, as the there's this great little meme on Facebook right now where it, it's like got Mary just absolutely upset with Joseph because he didn't make reservations. So there was no room at the end. You see, but God has a plan. So Mary's taking all these things and she's putting them into the very depth of the be her being. She's putting them into her heart from the encounter with Gabriel. I'm sure to the angel telling Joseph, it's okay. It's okay. You can marry her. To her time with Elizabeth and when, you know, Elizabeth decreeing over her and, and sharing with her, hey, the moment the baby, John, heard your voice there was leaping for joy how would the, the the mother of my savior would come to visit me i'm sure mary it added see she took these and she put them into the treasure chest of her heart the shepherds show up again the holy announcement as they i'm sure they came with so much awe and so much fascination and so much rejoicing and so much wonder as they told Mary and Joseph, what had happened out in the field, Mary added to the treasures. When they take Jesus later on to the temple and they encounter Simeon and Anna, who both prophesy over this, over this child, over this little baby. And they also give Mary some warnings that a sword's going to pierce her own heart. It all gets treasured within her heart when the wise men show up with the gifts 
it gets treasured in her heart. She was also a good Jewish woman. She knew what the Old Testament said. She knew the prophetic words. And here she is in this point carrying the seed of the fulfillment of those words. She carried them in her heart. You know, if we jump ahead and we go to that wedding in Canaan where the first miracle was, I, I just, that's another thing, you know, when, when we, when we ponder things or when we marinate in the things of God, there's exponential growth that takes place. And I think at this point, Mary was bursting at the seams. She was just bursting at the seams. And I just love this because she's like, hey, Jesus, they're out of wine. And he's like, not my issue. Okay. Not my circus, not my monkeys, not mine to deal with. It's not my time yet. And she's so full of the goodness of God, the promises of God, the prophetic word of God, this child that she's raised now a man. That she goes to the wine stewards and she's like, hey, just do whatever he tells you. And it opens up the heavens and everything changes in that moment. And we have water turned into wine. You see that pondering. So I like to, you know, I, I'm like, wow, what did Mary ponder? What's Joseph ponder? We don't know how long Joseph lived. We suspect that he died at some point during Jesus's childhood. But but what what was going on in his mind? Like, when he had the word of the Lord, go ahead and marry this woman. And he walked this and he journeyed with her. And how often did they sit outside under the stars and talk about the prophetic words and talk about this baby that she was carrying? Or even when Jesus was born and Joseph held him. Held his Lord in his arms. As they gazed upon the face of God in human form. What were they pondering? What were they thinking? I could tell you something though. I bet you their minds were just full of the wonder of God. I think in those moments they were so single focused that nothing distracted them. As they were consumed by the goodness of God. So over the next few days, actually make it a life habit to ponder the things of God, to let to, to meditate on them. You know, for the Christian, meditation is actually, it means to murmur. And so take these things and actually put voice to them. Wow, God, what was this like? Or I can only imagine, what was it like to kiss the face of God? What was it like to hold this baby and wonder what he would look like as he grew? What was it like? You see, when we begin to ponder or marinate in these things of God and the Holy Spirit comes and infuses it, it begins a chain reaction where the things of God are, are totally rational and possible. Because it changes the way that we think. So commit to do some pondering, some Holy Spirit pondering. Look at these stories and think, what would it have been like 
to be Mary or to be Joseph, to be one of those shepherds, to be one of the wise men? What would it be like? What would, what would I have been thinking? And just ponder that with Holy Spirit. You know, God gave us what we want to call a sanctified imagination, okay? He wants us to ponder these things with him. So often we talk about our imaginations being bad because we can get vain imaginations. We can get very unhealthy imaginations that take us into sin. When we ponder with the Holy Spirit, it opens the gates of heaven. So through the next few days, again, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Let your heart and your mind be filled with the goodness of God. Whether you're wrapping gifts, doing last minute shopping, your family's gathered, you're preparing the meal, you're having conversations. Don't leave the Lord out. Ponder. Bring in the goodness of who he is. Let that treasure chest be full of the goodness, the marvelous promises, the faithfulness of God over you, over your life, over the lives of those around you, and more. Take time to ponder the goodness of God. Again, Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful weekend as you celebrate whatever you're doing. And also, just a quick note here, I know that some of you guys are grieving. You've had tremendous loss over the past year. And you're hitting the first Christmas without a loved one. I just want you to know that you are dearly loved. And we are praying for you. In fact, right now, as people listen, I know that you're stopping right now to pray for somebody who is facing this season without a loved one. There's grief wrapped in with the joy. And so, Heavenly Father, right now, for those people, we just come before you. We lift them up before you. And God, we just ask for this warm comfort to enfold them, that you would just draw them near in a very special way, that you would just minister deep into the core of their being. They may be pondering with tears running down their face. God, you know, you see, you know. So just be their comforter and their place of refuge. And Lord, I pray for a divine encounter with you. That they just know you're there. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everyone. Again, Merry Christmas. Feel free to share this. Have a great day. Visit the website if you want. Um, it might be a little late for gifts, but you know what? There's always next year and there's always like, you know, all sorts of good resources on there for you. So just check it out. Two websites, ruthhendrickson.com. There's also mashawministry.com, M-A-S-H-A-H. So there you go. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great day. Be so blessed and know you are here for such a time as this. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.